Hey there, welcome to the Agents of Revival podcast. If you're ready to be healed and take full accountability of your life by evolving into your best self, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Andrea Griffin Rogers, and I'll share with you winning steps as well as personal tips and anecdotes on how to go from brokenness to wholeness and from scattered pieces to inner peace. So come on in and join me on this healing journey and let's become whole together. Enjoy it. Hey guys, how are you today? I pray all is well and that this message stirs your faith, reaches you in the best of spirits, health, and good energy. As always, when you guys come into the Agents of Revival podcast, it's all about reviving you, baby. It's all about you getting centered with you, checking in with your heart and yourself. Did you eat today? (laughs) You know, did you get a drink of water? You know, just having a moment for you. And then also welcoming God into that moment so that he can come and see about you. Because your Heavenly Father cares about you. So he wants to see about you and know just how you are doing today. So when you come into this podcast moment with me, whenever you hear it, just know that God is here with you in this moment seeing about you. And as always, I'm here too to check in on you and make sure you're doing well because it's about you being okay, you being well, you becoming healed, whole, and set free. And so today's message I actually want to talk about is know yourself, love yourself, then love others. Know yourself, love yourself then love others it's kind of like that saying uh hear no evil speak no evil see no evil um i'm just kind of doing a twist on it uh before i go any further i want to get into prayer real quick and then we'll get into the message spirit of living god we come to you right now i just want to say thank you for allowing us this opportunity to just check in with you, Heavenly Father, to just sit in the presence and allow the Holy Spirit to saturate our hearts and fill this place with peace and joy that surpasses all understanding. Father God, we give this moment to you, asking you to just give us what we need to get through this day, our daily bread. We thank you for, Heavenly Father. Thank you for forgiving us all of our sins, Thank you for leading us not into temptation, but delivering us from the hands of the evil one. We love you, Father God. We worship you. We give you all the glory, all the praise, all the honor. We keep none for ourselves. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so this message actually, um, actually, you know, before I go any further, for those that are just kind of coming back with us. Maybe you kind of started on this journey with us during this podcast uh, season, uh, the first season, and you're like, wait a minute, I thought this used to be Can I Get a Favor? It was, and we still have our Can I Get a Favor segments, but uh, the name of the podcast has changed so that it fully reflects the entire ministry. You'll also notice the um, cover art has changed as well uh, as the title um, we'll still do, like I said, the Can I Get a Favorite Moments, and it's still the same me, same messaging. It's just a different name to reflect the full totality of the Agents of Revival Ministry. 
Also, guys, if you haven't noticed, we're on Apple Podcasts. Yay! So, 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 so cool that we are on Apple Podcasts now. And um, as we continue to move forward and where God is taking this ministry and this podcast, it's just so many exciting things. So if you have an Apple product, definitely go and subscribe to our um Ages of Revival podcast so that you can stay in the loop as soon as the podcast drops, which is normally daily. Uh, you'll get it right to your phone or tablet or whatever device you're using. Also, we have an Instagram page. I mean, look, God is just moving, y'all. We actually have an official Instagram page now. It's um, uh, at Official Agents of Revival. That's the name at official agents of revival on instagram and so you can go and follow us on there for uh some daily content that's a bit different from the podcast i do some videos on there so go check it out also you can subscribe to the youtube channel at andrea griffin rogers that's at andrea griffin rogers a n d as in dog r e a G-R-I-F-F as in Frank, I-N as in Nancy, R-O-G-E-R-S as in Sam. So that's on YouTube as well. Okay, so let's dive into this word now that we've got the announcements out of the way. So when it comes to know yourself, love yourself, then love others, this actually um, came about from my own personal experience. When I went through my Job Wilderness season, as you guys always hear me talk about um god did a did a sort of transformation in my life so to speak um like there were a lot of things in me that god had to shift and mold and rearrange and change and part of that was when it came down to loving myself and loving others and a lot of people think that loving others is either just a word you say or it's loving them in the way you like to receive love, which Dr. Chapman describes as your love language. Definitely go check out that book and the website and all the material of the five love languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. Um, brilliant psychiatrist. Y'all gonna have to excuse my voice, child. You know the devil just keep trying to attack my voice because he don't want me to get this word out to y'all. But he ain't stopping nothing over here in the name of Jesus. We gonna speak this word that the Lord gave me to speak. So, um, it came from me realizing, just um, going through my own counseling sessions, kind of rereading my um, my psychology books and everything that I got when I was in school and college. And just kind of um, going over the material again. I almost felt like a new student. Like, am I an undergrad again? Because <laughs> I felt like a new student relearning. But it was about learning in the way God loves. The way God loves us and the way God loves others. And one of the biggest things that I had to learn when it came to love was that I was not loving myself in the best way. And that's because I didn't know myself. And I know you may think, well, how do you not know yourself if you've been you for X amount of years? And for me, what I've learned is that you can be you for 
however long. And what I mean by that is like, once you basically become past the teenage stage, you know, you pretty much are starting to learn more and more about yourself, but you feel like you know you. But what I found was that a lot of times we don't really know us. We don't really know our full potential. And one of the biggest things is you don't really know your boundaries. And you learn healthy boundaries by learning you. Knowing how you love, knowing how you receive love. <clears throat> Excuse me. But also knowing how you want people to in a sense, handle you. But when you don't take time to really know you, especially if you're dating and you're kind of jumping from relationship to relationship, or maybe there's even somebody that's um, married young out there and you kind of had that same experience of getting married at a young, younger age, you know, like teens or 20s, and you've now in your 30s or 40s or onward and you're like, I'm a different person. And I don't, I don't like the same things. I don't think the same way. I don't want the same things. Um, but this comes with self-reflection. When you take time to really reflect and to really just consider what are your likes and dislikes. And I don't mean surface stuff like, oh, I like somebody tall, dark, and handsome. No, I don't mean that. that. I mean like what are your likes and dislikes? Like, I can give you an example of what I'm talking about. So, for me, when I wake up first thing in the morning, I don't like to look at my phone other than to read scriptures. That is my time with the Father to just learn from Him, to be in prayer, to study, to meditate on His Word, and to just praise and worship Him. I don't like people calling my phone. I don't like people texting me. And especially, don't call me or text me with a problem. Not first thing in the morning when I just woke up. Like, don't, mm -mm. I only like positive things when I first wake up. Now, once I get my day going, then you can hit me with all the problems and issues. But when I first wake up, that is my time with me and the Father to get me right and to get my day started well. And so that's something that's a healthy boundary for me. And it's something that I had to learn by self-reflection. I had to learn how to know myself first and then love myself. And then being able to know me and love me, I then am able to tell other people. So that now people know that boundary of mine. They know, okay, Andrea, in order, you know, for her loving herself, Andrea does not like to be, you know, text first thing in the morning with negativity or, or with a problem. Don't hit her up with that. Hit her up with something positive, uplifting. And then when she responds to you, then you could come with your problems or issues. But, you know, wait for me to respond. Like, don't just text me, good morning, hope you have a good day. Oh, yeah, and this is the problem. Uh, no. Because, <laughs> again, when I look at my phone after I'm done with the father, that's the first thing I see. And I am not the person that likes that. I prefer to see positivity. I prefer to see positive affirmations, encouragement. Things that will uplift me. Then when I get back to you, you can with challenge. You can hit me with whatever else you go, you got going on. Because at that point, I'm ready to go. The Lord has just pumped me up and I'm good in the spirit. But before that, nope. Mm -mm. That's not how I can start my day. But that took time for me to get to this point. Because 
dare I say, eight years ago when I first entered into my Joe Wilderness season, I didn't know that about myself. And first thing in the morning, and at that time I was a caregiver, I would just be bombarded with just stuff. Problems and challenges and tasks and chores and whatnot. And my day would be miserable. And I would just be like barely getting through the day, just dragging through the day because I did not understand what it took for me to get started in the morning. And one of the biggest things was me, me time. Like that is important to me. I need my personal space, my personal time to get me going in the morning. Then I can deal with you and the world and everything else, but I got to deal with me first. But I didn't get here overnight. That took me going through the wilderness season and sitting with the father and learning my boundaries, learning what what it takes to love me first. How do I love myself? I needed to just sit with that. And that's where all these things came from. And so that's what I mean when I'm saying to those of you that are listening today, you have to know yourself first because then when you know yourself, you can properly love yourself. One thing about um, balance, and I read this in a book actually called Balance. It's a really good book by uh, Arthur Ture Roberts, who's also a pastor. Um, it just came out earlier this year, so you guys can get it wherever books are sold. Uh, and, and I'm not being a tourist to promote this book. I just absolutely love this book. And it's so funny because when God told me to get this book, I was like, I don't think I need this book, God. I, I think I got balance down pack. I think I'm good. I know how to rest. And God was like, no, you don't. Mm-mm. You you know a little bit, but you can learn some more. And I was like, okay. So I bought the book and I was so glad I was obedient to the father's uh, beckoning to buy this book because it has really transformed my life and caused me to just um, really take accountability and ownership for some things to really understand how expensive my yes is. I love his 90-10 rule. You guys have heard me talk about that before. If you've been following the podcast uh, on the journey of this first season, I talk about the 90-10 rule and I've started to adopt that into my life after reading his book. So God was right. There were some more things that I needed to learn about balance and about rest in order to do all things well. And so um, I said that to say when I was um, reading the book and just learning some things in my life, um, one of the things that the scriptures, excuse me, the uh, sayings, not scriptures, <laughs> that stood out to me in the book was a, was by a woman named Betsy Jacobson. And she said, balance is not better time management. It's better boundary management. And that stuck with me so much because I was like, um, wow, you know, I did not realize that to stay in that perfect place of balance, to stay in that perfect place of peace and rest means that I need to have healthy boundaries. You know, I've been hearing a lot of different pastors and biblical teachers and scholars talk about um, boundaries for a few years now, but they never put it in that context to help me understand time management. And I always kept thinking, well, time management was just about priorities. And if I just prioritize things a little bit better, 
then I can like manage my time better. And what I've learned this year from studying this book, um, and this I'm actually rereading it for the second time, is that no, it's not about better time management. It's about better boundary management. Because when you have healthy boundaries, then you don't, first of all, you don't cross those boundaries. People should know not to cross those boundaries with you. But also, it allows you to be able to prioritize better. Because your boundaries are, like for me, first thing in the morning, my boundary is me time with the Father. And to get myself together. I don't want negativity. And so because I held that healthy boundary, I can manage my time better in the morning so that I'm not bombarded with problems. And now I'm feeling scatterbrained and already stressed out. And I just woke up and got out of bed. No, I'm able to focus my mind and to set my my goals for that day and attain them because my mind is clear. I started out with a clear journey. I took my time. I took reflective time with the Father. I spent time in prayer, praise, and worship. And now I'm ready to get started with my day. And then when I look at the problems and challenges or whatever comes up for that day, then I can prioritize, okay, what I should say yes to and something that mm, I could say no to that. Because even if it's somebody is saying, oh, but this is very important, it's important to you. It may not be important to me. (laughs) So, again, if the father is not calling me to do that, then my boundary is I only do what the father does. And so there's another uh, boundary that I have. It's a second boundary, which is my days, my prayer every day is not my will, but your will be done, Father God. And you guys have heard me talk about this before on other podcast episodes about the kingdom principle of adopt the if you say so um, mentality or principle. And it's understanding that it is not about your will. It's about the Father's will. And so each and every day, that's my goal. It doesn't matter how much I have scheduled on my agenda for that day. I'm not about to stress myself out starting the day with everything I have planned to do. My prayer is not my will, but your will be done. But Father God, if it is your will for me to get done everything I plan for this day, then give me the grace, the peace, and the strength I need to get through it. Excuse me, but if it's not your will for me to get it done, then give me the peace I need to be okay with saying no to some things. And because I operate in that way, I'm able to stay in that perfect place of balance, as um, Pastor Ray calls it, or what I call peace. Because I don't overwhelm myself with things that the Father did not ordain or allow for me to go through that day. I only prioritize what was necessary that day. And those that did not get done that day, I'm at perfect peace about not getting it done. Because I know that the day will come, whether it be the next day or a few days later, that God will give me the grace I need to tackle that task that day. See, society teaches you to not put something off for tomorrow that you can do today. But that's not God's kingdom. God's kingdom principles is about rest. It's about balance. It's about understanding how to have a work and rest life. You know, one of the things that the Lord showed me when it comes um, to this principle is um, he took me back to Genesis, actually, and reading and studying Genesis. And in reading and studying that, I noticed that the Father showed us how to work. He showed us a work, a healthy work ethic. 
And then it was uh, reiterated by Jesus when he was walking the earth of a healthy work ethic. And that is, if you go back and read Genesis, it'll say like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and, um, and he parted the heaven and the earth so that it was separated. And that was in the first day. And if you haven't read between what I just said, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but God only did base. If you look at it in terms of tasks and or itemize it, God only did like two things in one day. Granted, they were big, fantastic, amazing things, but it was two things in that one day because that was the priority for that day. That was the boundary needed for that day. Of this was the work that needs to be done this day. And that's it. God is omniscient. He's omnipresent. Why couldn't God create the entire earth and ecosystem in one day? Why? Like when we read the Bible, we have to start asking ourselves the questions of why did God make sure that this word was in it? Why did God make sure that the author, the writer who wrote this particular scripture, why did God make sure that we knew this word? God does not waste words. Why did he make sure that this particular story was in the Bible, that this particular text was in the Bible? It says in one of the scriptures that um, all scripture is divinely inspired by God. To base, and I'm paraphrasing, to basically help us and instruct us on the righteous way of living. And so, why would God make sure that we knew that in one day He did the work He did? Why didn't it say in one day God created the heavens and the earth and He created man and the animals? And the seas and the fish and the springs and all that. Why didn't it? It's because it even says in Genesis, God wanted to show us a way on how to work. It's understanding how expensive your yes is and keeping healthy boundaries will help you establish better time management. You got to stay in balance. Everything is not going to get done in one day. One thing I've heard many people say um, and though this is not scripture, but it's, you know, it could kind of tie into this message of Rome was not built in a day. And so when you adopt that thinking, but also the kingdom principle that I'm talking about of the way God loved and then showed us love, it was about showing us how to work. As I said, Jesus reiterated the same principle and how he worked. During the days where it was sun shining, because they didn't have electricity back then, they worked. And then when the evening came, they rested. There were even times during the day where they may have rested. But it was about understanding balance. You cannot do everything in one day. So stop forcing yourself or pushing yourself to overwhelm, over jam, over pack your schedules each and every day with stuff. And then that's why you're so stressed out and scattered. This is why it's important to know yourself. Then when you know yourself, you can love yourself enough to say, you know what? I'm not going to take on too much. 
I'm not going to overwhelm myself that way. I'm not going to stress myself out in that way. I'm going to pace myself to make sure that I stay in alignment with God, that I stay in that perfect place of balance, peace, and rest so that I can do all things well. We have to look at the way God and Jesus worked and adopt that same principle in our lives. God says, seek first the kingdom of God and live righteously and everything else will be added unto you. Part of that living righteously is seeking him in the way that he's telling you to live and the way he's telling you to work. This is it wasn't even the way I thought this message was going to go. So I might have to do a part two, y'all. But, you know, God just moves in the way that he moves. And I'm just here to be a vessel. I just show up <laughs> and speak what the Father tells me to speak. But um, before we go and I wrap this up, uh, the last part of this of know yourself, love yourself, then love others. When you are at a place of balance and you know yourself and you love yourself enough to have healthy boundaries, you then can love others well. You extend grace to others, but you also understand not to um, overburden somebody else. Because you recognize how you like to be loved. You recognize what you need. And even though everybody's love language is not the same. When you know how to love yourself well. When you take care of yourself. And you're kind to yourself. You're gentle to yourself. You're not critical. You're not judging yourself. You're not putting yourself down. You're not scrutinizing yourself. Over every little thing, you're not trying to live in an unrealistic place of perfectionism, but you give yourself grace and you operate in a place of balance and healthy boundaries, you're able to give that to others. That's how you love others. That's why Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself or do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But if you don't know how you are how you want somebody to love you how you want somebody to care for you you can't even identify it how can how can you love somebody else and more importantly how can they love you when you don't even know how to love you these are all things you got to think about and so like i said we're gonna talk about this a little bit more because i just feel uh so strongly on my heart that this is not going to be the end of this discussion There were some scriptures and everything I wanted to get to, guys. But you know what? I'm just going to let the Father move in this moment as he is moving and just wrap this thing up. We'll go through the scriptures um, another time. But I really just want you guys to start taking accountability of knowing yourself and loving yourself so that you can love others. Take the time needed to reflect Maybe even write it down. How do you love? How do you want others to love you? What are your healthy boundaries? What are some areas in which you don't like people to cross? How are you in the morning? A lot of people say, oh, I'm not a morning person. Okay, what does that mean? 
<laughs> you know, what exactly does that mean? Because you woke up this morning, so you're a morning person. But what does that mean? Most people can't even identify what that means. What, what, what do you need in the morning to get you started, to get you out the door, to get you feeling your best self that morning? How do you like to end your nights? How do you like your days to go? Again, when you know yourself, then you can love others well because you know how to love yourself well. But if these three, two things of know yourself and love yourself are out of whack, are um, tainted in any way, then you can't love others successfully. It's going to come with a biases. Your, your love for others is going to come as, um, as a, a compromise. Like they have to do this in order for you to love them. It's not going to be genuine. It's not going to be unconditional. This is why it's important to know yourself first and love yourself. And to all my single people out there, baby, I'm with you in that boat. I get it. There are times where you just feel like, send me somebody, Jesus, okay? I'm tired of being alone. But God has you alone for a reason. Don't despise small beginnings. Don't go against the grain, so to speak, of what God's trying to do in your life because you don't want to be alone. Because what you're going to do, and you've heard me say it before, you're going to get into another relationship. You're going to mess it up because you're going to bleed on somebody who didn't hurt you. And what I mean by that is somebody else cut you. Somebody else wounded you. And that person is going to do something that's going to trigger. The new person is going to do something that's going to trigger an emotional response. that's going to remind you of your past. And then now that new person has to deal with your outbursts, has to deal with your anger, has to deal with your frustration, has to deal with your moodiness, has to deal with you. And they didn't even hurt you. They're just getting to know you. But because somebody in the past hurt you, now you're bleeding all over them and they didn't create the cut. They didn't create the wound. So that's, this is why you have to heal first. And part of healing, as I always say, is accountability. Know yourself. Love yourself. Then you can go and love others. And so, I pray this message stirs your faith, gives you some things to reflect and think about. Like I said, next time we're going to talk more about this. Until then, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his shalom, give you his peace. I want to thank you for listening to the Agents of Revival podcast. You can find, like, and follow me on Instagram at Official Agents of Revival or subscribe on YouTube at Andrea Griffin Rogers. Also, we're just starting this new venture while new opportunities will come and help us continue to grow. Your tribal donations and contributions helps keep this podcast going. Here are some ways in which you can give into this ministry. You can click one of the links in the description or you can download either the Cash app or Venmo app. If you have the Cash app, you can find me at Andrea G's. That's Cash app at Andrea G's. A-N-D as in dog. R-E-A-G-E-E-S as in Sam. Or if you have the Venmo app, you can find me at Andrea Griffin Rogers, that's A-N-D as in dog, R-E-A-G-R-I-F-F as in Frank, I-N as in Nancy, R-O-G-E-R-S. 
Thank you for your seeds and contributions. Take care. God bless. And remember, know yourself, love yourself. Then you can love others.